Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so today is a very special episode. We're bringing back our friend uh, Magnus Carter on the line. He's an author in a recently released Mission Matters book. He's a radio show host as well and just a longtime uh, supporter. I'm a big fan of his work and what he's doing out there as well, um, which we'll get into today. But first, hey, Magnus, I just want to say, man, it's good to see you again. (laughs) Adam, it feels like just yesterday. Thank you for having me back on the show. Come on, man. That's what I like to do. When I bring you on the show, I know it's a little bit less work for me, right? I'm self-interested here. <laughs> i to make you look good. It's, you know, this is your house, you know? You got to make everything <laughs> go smoothly, uh, make everything look good. Great content for your listeners. It's awesome. So we'll start this episode. You already know the drill, as do our audience. So we'll start this episode the way that we start them all with our Mission Matters Minute. So Magnus, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Magnus, what mission matters to you? My mission, actually, at the moment, is uh, is getting knowledge out to everybody and anybody that wants to learn to change their lives, whether it's taking one small step or giant strides to uh, a better tomorrow. Love having you back on the show again. Thanks for coming back on. And uh, we're going to talk about the book that you that you published with us. And of course, you have another book out. We'll be talking about that as well. But I guess just to get us kicked off for those that maybe haven't caught some of our previous work. Tell me a little bit more about how you got started as an entrepreneur just in business. Well, let's see here. By trade, I'm a network engineer. The nine to five job wasn't cutting for me. I was traveling all the time. I stumbled across an ad, how to write a book. I took the course. And from there, I wrote the book and promoted it and published it. And I've done quite a bit of interviews on television, radio promotions, also articles throughout my my journey here. And since the journey is from that journey, I wrote another book. And that's that skyrocketed me. And it actually got me a uh, a radio show over on Voice America on the Business Channel, and since then I've been doing the radio show, my books. I worked with Adam, Adam and Mission Matters, to do a collaboration book, and that brings us right back to today. Is I'm getting ready to do another book on top of that. So constantly busy and. Keep moving forward. Man, you are busy, busy. So let's dive into your company a little bit. So Legendary Products and Services. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about about what you do. The reason for that name is I want to bring products and services to people that actually want to change their lives. It's based on my publishing company, on the Making More Money for You book series. I've also sell internet-based television, which is cutting your cable cord and everybody has internet. So it kind of makes it a little bit easier to pay a subscription fee instead of paying a monthly bill and still get all your channels. So I do that on the side and I'm actually starting to dabble now in some advertising and uh, marketing. So, and it's actually been helping my book series and helping other uh, publishers as well, get into a, a productive and a bright start in their way to being an author. Man, that's exciting. I, I love it. And every time I, and what I think, and just as an entrepreneur being out there, reinventing yourself, figuring out new ways to add value, pivoting, making sure that you're always relevant in the marketplace. When I look at your brand, what I look at what you're doing and your book series and the, and the radio show that you host and all those things, to me, one of the central themes that always comes out is that you're, you're always trying to figure out a way to add value and, and to, to your current audience and to audiences going forward as well. So uh, to me, you're a big brand 
brand guy. Like you're building a brand, you have a lot of things going for you and a lot of these different like things you do kind of add to that brand. So I'm curious for the people out there that are listening, like what are some of the tips that you found along the way have helped you to create a strong brand like you've done? Like what are some of the things that have helped you along the way? One, I didn't rush thing. That's uh, uh, first and foremost, I, I made a plan. I talked it over with some of my mentors. I, ha- I If you don't have a mentor, try to find one. They help tremendously and they save tons of headaches. Either they've been through it or they know somebody that has been through it. A couple of my guests before, they've that seems to be like the going thing is the knowledge and acquisition that you get during the phases and enjoying the process. I didn't rush anything. I'm still not rushing any G- anything because I'm actually enjoying life as it happens right now. And it's like you're saying, Adam, don't know where it's going to happen and constantly reinventing it because the market's constantly changing. If you don't invent something or try to solve or help somebody solve a problem, what good is the information that you have out there unless somebody can use it? Totally. And I get this and admission matters. It's one of the things we grapple with daily. We, we know our clientele. We know maybe some of the people that are listening to these shows and um, and we're always figuring out how to bring on new guests and new ideas and things to introduce to them. And to me, I mean, just to be upfront, like for me, that's what keeps it fresh for me to be a host and to continue to interview people and to continue as a learner myself, putting myself in the learning seat, if you will, which is I want to jump around a little bit, a little bit of a transition here. Tell us more about your show and about your radio show and the concept behind it speaking of me being a learner oh anytime Uh, that's not a problem right there is the radio show is making more money for you it is based off my book series and what i'm actually doing is bringing content to people from people that actually have done these things and bringing it to the audiences and the masses in a way that anybody can actually do it it's not really it's not as hard as we think it is to make money for ourselves Mm -hmm. and some of the ideas are mainly overlooked because, well, that's too easy. That's not going to work. We, we talk ourselves out of it. But as I have the guests or even a, when I'm doing a show by myself is every little step that you take towards the your, your end goal, as long as you have an end goal in life or what you want to achieve, anything's possible. And throughout the multitude, I'm on the air, what, six, seven months now? And each individual that comes on the show started off with nothing and has excelled. It, it's not the easiest thing to do. You do have to put the work in. But once you find out that anybody can do this and anybody can put the time in, it's possible. No, I, I completely agree with you. And I want to circle back to something that you said earlier, which is essentially, you know, you had a plan, you took your time and that you were kind of methodical and and executing that plan. So when it comes to your, I'm, I'm interested to hear, when it comes to your radio show and planning things and whether it's guests, whether it's doing a, sh- a show yourself as a monologue style, um, what tell us a little bit more or give us a peek behind the scenes of your creative process and what goes into how you choose what content to put out to your audience. Well, it has to be relevant. I try to find content that is relevant to p- more people out mm-hmm. there more or less not the a you know the normal typical investor out there because that type of show is all over the place you can t- you can tune in anywhere on any of the money shows mm-hmm. any of the the news channels to, for investing my main thing and my creative style on this is to approach subjects that people are overlooking that people have bypassed or or different avenues and such as one of the episodes that I have done is t- turning your house into an Airbnb mm-hmm. we all have extra room we don't use it. It's still sitting there. We're paying money on it, but to actually turn it into something where you can make money from it mm-hmm. and you know that's extra income coming in that you don't have to worry about and you're still paying the same amount of bills. 
Mm-hmm. That that's one of the major things here. As you're saying with the guests and whatnot, some guests don't do so well, and I find I've been finding out some of the shows don't do so well. Mm-hmm. Do I count it as a failure? No, but instead of a failure, I count it as a learning experience. I'm like, okay, my audience does not mm-hmm. like listening to this type of show, so I'll, I'll put I'll still make shows like that, but I won't do them as prominent. But I'll focus more on my biggest show right now is still recovering from a vacation. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes on vacation. We all overspend. <laughs> And the folks that are the travel agent that I had on the show have done it as well. And they have a a travel agency and they answer these questions all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes these shows different from that and from your average Mm -hmm. investing show. And uh, I think you teed it up nicely for me for another transition. You're just too kind to me, Magnus. So the benefits of failure, speaking of that, when I read your initial chapter with us and and the contribution to to the book release, I was kind of... uh, Having known you now, now we've gotten to know each other more, work with each other more as you've been on the show, I've been on your show, these type of things. I understand where you're coming from. But when I first saw that title, The Benefits of Failure, I was a little bit like taken aback. I'm like, okay, where's Magnus going with this? (laughs) Tell us a little bit more about like your decision to go with that content and what it meant to you. We've been told and ingrained in us that failure is never good. Whether it's sports, whether it's academics, whether it's making money or losing a job or buying a back car or anything in general that has to do with failure or not living up to a certain standard that somebody else has Mm -hmm. set for you is the way of the world. Mm. And it's out there and taking the time to actually sit back and learning from the failure instead of saying, Oh, I'm no good. And and then Mm -hmm. create a circle of that where you make more bad choices. You make faster choices without actually Mm -hmm. thinking through when I was approached to do the, the book and whatnot. I'm like, nobody, I looked through all your other books and, this subject was not touched whatsoever. Yeah. And that's one reason why I did it was to bring it to the light is Thomas Edison took a thousand tries to make the light bulb. Graham Bell is he took at least 500 tries to make the telephone. Hmm. Uh, Marconi didn't invent the radio just by choice, but he actually stole it from Tesla. But that's another story. <laughs> so <laughs> so even someone else's failures can be a stepping stone in the right direction for you. Hmm. As long as we learn something from it. And we don't rush through that process. Some of the headlines or some of the points you made in the book was really to use potential failure as motivation. I found that kind of unique. I'm like, okay, well, I like how you worded it. It could have been fear of failure or something else, but you're not fear-based. You're looking at potential. You're looking at the positive side of things. And I think you viewed the content from a different lens that most would, because I've heard fear of failure many times. That's a pretty cliche term, right? And that's a motivation and that's how you do it. But like use potential failure as a motivation. Like I felt like that nuance, like everything's in the nuance here. Everything is. We change one little fraction of a fact or a fraction of an opinion totally changes the outcome of it. No matter where it is in life that we do Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And the fear of failure is everywhere because everybody wants you to live in fear so you don't achieve what you're supposed to achieve. Mm -hmm. But the potential that you have is it's still there is, do you want to make that potential kinetic Mm -hmm. and show action with it? That's in the beholder's mind of what they want to do with it. Another one in your headline, prepare for the next failure. I found that interesting as well. Uh, Tell me a little bit more about that. It's almost like it's inevitable, like it's going to happen, but tell me your thought on that. It is going to happen. We don't know when, we don't know Mm -hmm. where, we don't know how it's going to happen or, or what part is going to fail is, but getting a mindset knowing that or staying out, let me rephrase this, staying out of the mindset that you'll never fail 
yeah. is setting up for failure. It doesn't matter is because if you think you think that that you're never going to fail, how are you going to learn or how are you ever mm. going to better yourself without failing? When we take that into consideration, we we change the outcome. Completely. I completely get it. And I love, I, again, you put a spin on the topic of failure. I, I get what you're doing. You're trying to basically rebrand the way that we look at it. And I'm a fan because if we can rebrand that, if we can take the fear component out, if we can just take it as something that we live with and almost our relationship with the word itself, right. if we can kind of alter that, then I think we all just uh, like kind of almost like remove that glass ceiling or unlock our potential or, you know, all the other phrases you could, you could really say around that. <laughs> but the main thing is that you can go further and, and re- go get closer to and or reach the goals that matter to you, not what matter to somebody else or somebody else's measurement of success or a, a healthy body or a good living or whatever the, whatever that is that that matters to you kind of unlock that potential is the goal you're completely right and you brought up another point in that is actually explained in that chapter is what is success how do we define success what is success what's a failure we have Mm -hmm. to define those parameters before we move forward and Mm -hmm. determine which which one it is and a lot of people look at it as binary like that as it is or Mm -hmm. it's not but life is gray so even a small failure is still a Mm -hmm. win Awesome. Let's uh, let's jump around here a bit. So uh, speaking of books, let's get a little bit further into your, your previous release. So Making More Money for You. Tell us a little bit more about it. There's two books. It's actually going to be a series. that, And that's actually being trademarked as we speak right now. And I contacted got contacted by my lawyer. It's actually in almost the last stage of being trademarked. So yeah. that's awesome. exciting news. But the Making More Money for You is the first book of Mutual Fund Investing uh, on a Budget for Beginners takes into account that you don't need a lot of money to invest but to actually find money you have to take consideration and ownership of what you're doing with your money Hmm. and figure out how much money you can afford to invest just like Hmm. anything else in life investments are not guaranteed and the book talks about that type of strategy it breaks everything down the steps of investing Hmm. finding your buying power uh your exit plans how much how much do you want to make how to Hmm. diversify and that actually leads into the second book that is decrypting cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. uh, writing the di- data path to financial freedom. To and you're writing that one right now, correct? Actually, no, that one's actually out. That is oh, that one's out as well. I can't keep track. Of you, man. <laughs> Come on, man. You're... So it's a third one that you're working on too. Actually, I'm working on the third, and the fourth one is the third one's being edited right now. I'm still working out the final kinks for that. It's actually in my realm of people for testing. And -hmm. the fourth book is actually almost going to be done as well. I'm hoping to get that one out before the holidays. And it's a very hot topic. I love it. You're you're on point, and yeah, and, and you never disappoint. Whenever you come on here, you have new stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, you had a second, third. I can't I can't keep up with you. <laughs> so for the series overall, like, and I I notice a theme here, and I notice kind of like a string of content in terms of like everything that's really meant to help improve people's lives, whether it's financially or otherwise. What's your vision for the future for the brand overall, and like where you'd like to take it? Like, give us a little bit more of a peek inside your vision. That's an Excellent question, Adam. Thank you for bringing that up. The vision is, as in what Tom Petty used to say, it's wide open. But <laughs> generalization is I want to keep bringing content to people that still don't understand the investing world. They don't understand business. They don't understand finances mm-hmm. because we're not taught it anywhere in our society except mm-hmm. how to spend money and create debt. 
But what I'm looking to do is with the radio show, the the book series, and who knows what could happen next, a TV show. Anything's possible now. I didn't yeah. think I was on a radio show either. And I'm, <laughs> I'm here, and I'm doing podcasts and interviews as well, is continue writing great content books for people on topics that are that people feel are out of their reach mm-hmm. and bring it down to them so they have the knowledge to decide if they want to do it or not. And one of the things that you do, I'm glad you brought that up. So one of the things that you do as well is you also help people in writing books and putting out content themselves. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I do do that. I do offer a course. Uh, you can sign up on, on the website or email for more information about it. Is if somebody mm-hmm. wants, we're in a sharing society nowadays. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to learn everything. Everybody is can be classified as an expert or a knowledgeable person in their field or SME, if you will. Yeah. Uh, subject matter expert is, but they don't understand the process to get it out to the world. I, I do actually help people write down their thoughts and actually make it into a book that people would actually want to buy and solve a problem. Well, Magnus, I'll tell you, it has been excellent having you back on the show. I can't wait till these next books come out as well. And in the meantime, I'm thrilled to be promoting our current release with Mission Matters. If somebody'd like to follow up and to connect or to listen to your radio show and connect with you overall, I mean, what's the best way for people to do that? Uh, there's a multitude of ways that you can follow me. Uh, the radio show is on voiceamerica.com. It is yeah. under Making More Money for You. It is streamed on all your uh, streaming services, Spotify, iHeart, Google, uh, iTunes, iHeart. It is out there on Stitcher. I can't forget Stitcher. I always forget about Stitcher. I don't know why. And you can actually go to legendaryproductsandservices.com. All my content's there. The books are bought. You can buy anywhere. Mainly Amazon has them. If you want to know about the reviews on the books or what's actually in the books, there are hundreds of of reviews on them. If you don't feel that it's for you, these are people that bought the book and actually had a great impact on so those are there. And uh, yeah, anything else, you can just email me, mcarter at legendaryproductsandservices.com. Well, Magnus, again, awesome having you on the show today. Great to have you back. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you learned a lot. If you did, don't forget, hit that subscribe button. We have many more mission-based individuals coming on just like Magnus, and we don't want you to miss a thing. Uh, And Magnus, really, it has been a pleasure. I'm looking forward to the next time we get to work with each other. Thanks again for coming on. All right. Thank you. Uh, As always, Adam, I look forward to the next time.